Hello, and welcome to the In Awe and Wonder podcast. This episode is the fourth of a four-part series called Reboot. I'm calling this episode Reboot Looking Ahead. I'll be talking about the purpose and what to expect with this podcast and blog, as well as ways you can get involved. So it'll sort of be more like a housekeeping episode, just sort of outlining what the episode topics will be and things I'll be discussing. Like I said, ways um, that you can get involved in the community that I would like to create with this podcast and the blog, just what the general purpose is behind it all. I also wanted to mention that I just recently got a full-time job. So Whereas the other three episodes that I recorded, I was just a stay-at-home mom and I was substituting in the school district as an aide and secretary. I have gotten a new job now for this school year that just started. So I am a full-time aide, grammar school aide to be specific, um, helping out third grade and first grade in a Christian school. So it is a classical Christian school with many reformed people and um, they hold to a statement of faith of the five solas and a reformed way of thinking and their Christian worldview. So I am very excited and happy to be on staff there and helping to disciple children's hearts there in that school and help out the teachers and the students and everybody. It's all been a real blessing to me. So I'm very thankful for that opportunity. Um, However, it will cause me to have less time to devote towards podcasting and keeping up with blogging and these other ways that I hope to build community with this. So I have a Facebook page and a Facebook group and just social media in general and and then the blog and podcasting and all of that. So I just would like to explain how I would like to see all of that working together. And hopefully as I am adjusting, it is now mid-October. So I've been working full-time for a month and a half. And, you know, with our family, my family and stuff, um, the transition has actually gone pretty smoothly. Uh, My oldest daughter just turned 15 yesterday. Um, She has gotten a job now on the weekends herself, and that only goes through the end of October. And she's attending our county vocational technical school, so she is enjoying both of those new things in her life. And then my other daughters are... 13 and 10. And so they're having a good school year as well. My 13 year old is very busy in band and cheer and many clubs like student council and things like that. So anyways, we are very, very busy. Yes. But um, the transition to me working full time has gone smoothly. I get most vacations and holidays the same as the kids and, you know, summers off and hours during the day that are really basically the exact same time as my kids are in school. So I'm still home with them when they're home. So it is all working out very well. But yeah, so back to the podcast and everything else, I will have to, as I get into full swing with this, have to figure out my routine and when that's going to best fit in to continue this ministry. So there might be a slight learning curve or (laughs) I don't know what you want to say, what you want to call it, but just a time where I'm trying to adjust things may not be always consistent. Like I'd like to say starting out that I would intend to podcast 
twice a month, basically, or every other week. It might turn out to be three weeks in a month if there's five weeks, but basically every other week. But like, for example, I cannot say for sure which day it would be released and keep that consistently the day just to like continue doing some more episodes and see how long it will take and when I can fit everything into my schedule to get everything recorded and edited and um, put out there. So uh, at this point, I'm not going to definitely pick a day and say like every other Wednesday or some such a thing. But uh, every other week is my goal for right now. So just please bear with me as um, I get things going and get into more of a routine. So in getting ready to put the podcast out and to revamp my blog, I was uh, thinking a lot about what the purpose is, what the purpose statement would be for this whole ministry project. And so the short purpose statement is helping women grow in biblical literacy, discernment, sanctification, Christian living, and our awe and wonder of God. Ultimately, the Westminster Catechism in the first question answers the purpose of every Christian. What is the chief end of man? Man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And the word enjoy in this statement is another way of saying to know. So as Christians, we are to glorify God and to know him forever. That really right there encapsulates the purpose of what I'm doing, mainly to glorify and know God, both for myself and to teach and convey that to other women so they might also glorify and know God forever. So just going over um, the basic points then were to promote biblical literacy, Bible study, and Bible interpretation. And under that umbrella, we would um, do Bible study, memorizing Bible verses, talking about resources for study, hermeneutics, canonicity of the Bible, sola scriptura, and everything that pertains to that. So secondly, was to grow in discernment and filter things through a biblical lens with critical thinking, where we learn to pause and objectively analyze something before accepting it as true. And in doing that, I will recommend solid resources, discuss solid theology and doctrine. Sometimes we'll maybe look at current events and cultural issues and sort of analyze that together in an objective biblical worldview. The third point was uh, the matters of sanctification, which is how God grows us via progressive sanctification. Though we will not achieve total sanctification while on earth, we go through sanctification while on earth, which is a continual process of becoming more holy. But then when we finally die and are in God's presence in the new heavens and new earth and all of that, we will be glorified and finally without sin and perfect and holy. We may discuss sanctification specifically more in a way that it pertains to lessons that we have learned through suffering here on earth because a lot of our suffering contributes towards our sanctification. And uh, I know personally I have gone through different sufferings that have grown me and definitely been a part of my sanctification journey. And we will do that also by discussing the attributes of God, learning who he is 
and our identity in Christ, learning who we are in him, the fruit of the spirit, which are qualities that the Holy Spirit manifests in the life of the believer, and our salvation and eternal life to come. The fourth point was to promote practical Christian living. So mainly, you know, I have different facets of life, like raising teen girls and that I feel like an expert in moving long distances since we have relocated several times in different states. Stewardship by our planning and grocery tips and thrifting and things like that and doing ministry in the local church, finding a good church, friendships, marriage, stuff like that. But really the primary thing under that umbrella would be discussing ways to share the gospel and evangelism. That has really been a difficult thing for me. I am more of a quiet, reserved, laid-back person that would rather observe other people and things rather than get involved and rather than talk. And so trying to think up creative ways to share the gospel with others. And then there was the point to raise awareness of the degree of awe and wonder and reverence that we should be giving to God, making sure our focus and recognition is on the creator instead of the creation and practicing the praise, thanksgiving, and obedience we ought to give to God as we glorify him and enjoy him forever. And we would do that by giving proper authority and sufficiency to God's word, strengthening our prayer lives, recognizing the beauty in nature, recognizing common grace and the means of grace for believers, blessings we may have, people that God puts in our lives, and to recognize our responsibility to live holy lives. I read Paul David Tripp's book called Awe, and that was a few years ago, but it really impacted me. And in my reforming journey over the past, I don't know, four years, three, four years, just recognizing God's sovereignty in everything and through everything on a more powerful level than I really acknowledged it before was really something, you know, in becoming reformed that was a difference between mainstream evangelicalism and being reformed. So part of the sovereignty of God is just giving him the due awe and wonder and praise and thanksgiving that we need to have. And then along with that, I sort of have a more difficult time stopping to give thanks and to praise um, as much as I ought. So I'm wanting to read a book. It's called Growing in Gratitude, and it's by Albert Moeller's wife. And so it's on my list in Amazon to purchase and read. And I'm looking forward to that, but also just, you know, using the Bible to give praise back to God and to, as I'm reading, to recognize different things to praise and thank him for. So just a richer prayer life through praise and thanksgiving even. So moving on then, I believe that the gospel is the most important message to spread. Becoming Reformed not only brought me back to a gospel message focus, but realizing that it is the most important of all messages. Why? And that's because Romans 10, 14 through 17 answers that. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? 
So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So simply put, people need to hear the gospel message in order to ever be saved in the first place. It is a message that has eternal consequences. People can't have faith in something they don't know about. Also, I have come to realize that the gospel message is not just for the beginning of our Christian life, when we are converted, or only for when we are going out with the purpose of evangelism in mind. Rather, it does us good, even as mature believers, to constantly be reminded of the gospel message and to keep it in the forefront of our minds. It is the basis upon which our whole faith, theology, and doctrine is built. It bolsters our own faith and feeds our souls in remembering what we believe in. Therefore, I want to make it a priority to share the gospel message so it will be included somehow in each episode. And it is also a goal of mine to be able to send a free Bible to anyone in the United States who reaches out to me who needs one and can't afford one. And that may be a goal that would be fulfilled a little further down the road. I also would like to put out a monthly memory verse. It is vital to not only be reading and studying the scriptures daily, but to commit verses to memory. If a verse is in memory, the Holy Spirit can use it to call it to mind. Whether you need encouragement, you're being tempted, you need to repent, you want to thank and praise God, or you're sharing the gospel with others. So the next thing I wanted to discuss is the ways to connect. Social media is going to be the community piece where I will be primarily interacting with listeners. There are always the options of sending email, voicemail, or commenting on the blog posts. But to cultivate an interactive community, I have a Facebook page and a Facebook group set up. The Facebook page is public, so anyone can come and push the like button and see all the content posted there. The page is where I share memes, Bible verses, links to articles and solid resources, and links to the podcast episodes. I may occasionally ask questions there for feedback to use on future podcast episodes also. And I will put the monthly Bible verse there. And just a side note about the way that Facebook pages and groups are set up. You may like a page and you might be a member of a group, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to see much of the content that is posted there. However, their algorithms are set up. I don't think that they really show you much content from the liked pages and groups that you're in um, on a regular basis. And so to ensure that you don't miss anything, you can go to go to that page or that group, especially if you're on a computer. I'm not sure if it works on a phone, but you would hover with a mouse over the follow button and a menu will pop up. And one part is called in your newsfeed and it has an option called see first. If you click on see first, then you will see the content from that page always in your newsfeed. It'll be right on the top almost every time you log into Facebook. And then under that, there's a section called notifications and you can choose on or off. So if you choose on, you'll get a notification every time there's new content posted by that page. So you can choose either or both of those options so that you're sure to see content from that page or group. And Facebook might limit the number of pages or groups that you can choose to see first or to get notifications for. So you'll have to sort through that on your own. I have the Facebook group set up also. 
it is set to closed so that people can find the group by searching for it, but the content in the group is private. So ideally, my intent for the group is to be a community of Christian ladies from any location to gather for edification and encouragement, growth by studying the Bible and interacting with each other. And this group may only be needed by some women for a season, and some may like to stay for a long while, and either one is fine. I just know for myself, when my kids were babies and toddlers, I know it was hard to get everybody ready and out the door to attend any Bible studies during the week or playdates or mom's groups or anything like that. Um, I was a part of some, but um, I know it was hard, and I do know some moms who actually just did away with even trying, and they would just stay at home with their kids all the time and kind of be like hermits, I guess, and that's not really healthy either. So another aspect is that I know that it can be difficult to find a good, solid church or even a church that has a women's Bible study to plug into, especially when you move or, you know, many other life situations can happen, sickness and all of that. So I know that many women in today's society are actually very lonely. And then all of these other life circumstances can happen and pile up on top. And so I know it can be very difficult to actually attend a Bible study. So this online group is a way to connect with other ladies and study the Bible from the convenience of any location or in any situation, even if it's just to fill in for a short season of life. We will be doing more Bible studies in the group. I would like this Facebook group and the page and this podcast and the blog to all uh, work in tandem or in conjunction with one another in order to do Bible studies and to do the monthly Bible verses, and also some uh, questions for discussion and feedback. So yeah, so I invite you to go over and request to join. You do have to send in a request to join the group. I'll just take a gander at your Facebook profile, make sure you're a woman and nothing crazy on your page, and you'll be approved to join. The Facebook page is called In Awe and Wonder Podcast slash blog. And the Facebook group is just called In Awe and Wonder. You can also find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Kristen Hammy. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-H-A-M-I. I'm considering getting an Instagram account, but I already don't spend that much time, honestly, on social media. So I'm trying to weigh whether it's worth getting an Instagram account or not. I also have two teenagers in the house and the popular thing with them right now is YouTube and TikTok. So my kids actually usually watch a lot of YouTube on our smart TV in the living room with me. And so I see what they watch and then TikTok, they've let me see what that is and what they've done on there. I considered getting a TikTok account just to monitor their accounts, but I haven't done that yet either. So we will see on all of that. So what can you expect for the podcast? As I already mentioned, that I hope to put out a new episode every other week, and I cannot guarantee right now what day of the week that will be on. So you can just look for it or expect it every other week as long as I'm able to. However, just straight up front, being a wife, 
a mom working full-time now and doing ministry in our local church. All of these things come before the podcast. And so if sometimes I'm not able to get an episode out on the week that I'm supposed to or something like that, then I ask for grace, understanding, and patience. I will do my best to get back on track as soon as I can. Another element I wanted to talk about is that I will not be having a regular co-host on each episode. It'll primarily be just me uh, talking and doing the Bible studies and things like that. However, I may occasionally have a guest if I figure out how to do that. And it would only be on occasion. Um, It's not going to be a every episode type of thing. And also, I have a friend that I met online on a Facebook group actually um, called Theology Gals and she lived in Michigan when I first met her and she has moved to the same area of Pennsylvania where we are now and we have been getting together once a month for we're sort of having a book club where we pick a book for the month or for a couple of months and then get together at a Panera Bread and we have coffee and talk about the book. So that has been very enjoyable. I have really enjoyed getting to know her. Her name is Debbie Martin. Some of you may know her. She is um, the lady behind Solid Food Ministries. So she also does a podcast. And let me see. You can find her at solidfoodministries.wordpress.com. That is her Solid Food Ministries um, blog page. I think that her podcast episodes are accessible through there. She is a very godly lady and someone that I'm happy and glad that is in our area that we could become friends and meet in real life. We both have a passion for God's word and theology and leading women in Bible studies. We also both love books and cats. So we have a lot in common. So we've talked about that she may come on every once in a while. I don't know how often. Anyway, you might look forward to hearing Debbie on here with me sometimes. And as a side note, if you are a lady in the larger Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area and are interested in being part of our book club and monthly meetup, you can find the HATS Facebook group, which stands for the Harrisburg Area Theology Gals. Debbie started and um, that lists our meet up dates and times and you could be a part of that with us. We would love to have more ladies join us. So I already mentioned about doing Bible memory verses because committing more verses to memory is something that I would like to work on personally and having verses of the Bible memorized has many benefits. So I'll pick a verse to work on each month. I'll post the verse on the awe and wonder Facebook group and on the In Awe and Wonder podcast blog Facebook page. I'll also post it in a blog post along with hopefully a printable uh, version of that so that there would be a link in the blog post maybe that would open up to a PDF page that you could download and you could print out if you wanted to just to post the memory verse around your house or car or wherever you wanted to put it just to help in your memory. And I'll put it out on Twitter also. And I'll try to do all of that, um, putting the Bible verse out there around the first of every month. I don't know if there's any way yet to sort of hold each other accountable, whoever's participating with how the Bible memory is going. 
but maybe I'll think of something or if anybody has any suggestions, just reach out and let me know. As far as topics are concerned, I've thought about doing uh, the different attributes of God because we will never be able to fully know and understand God, especially on this side of heaven. However, the revelation that God has given us in the Bible and in nature of himself tells us a lot and precisely what we do need to know about him. So the things that we do know, we can talk about. Um, I believe that God's character is one key to building our doctrine and theology. And I also know that studying God's attributes is one of the most important things that I did after my miscarriages. To understand more of God went a long way in healing and to really understand who I put my faith in and why I believe. I love to be reminded of who God is, and I know it will help to bolster my faith and perhaps even someone else's. Other topics that we might discuss would include things that I learned along my reforming journey. That would be things that stood out to me or things that draw a distinctive between reformed faith and broad evangelicalism. The things that I discovered, you know, maybe for the first time or putting a different emphasis on things in a different way. I also wanted to make sure that I share resources. Um, I thought about doing a special feature promotion once a month or something just to sort of zero in maybe on one resource, whether it's a podcast or blog or ministry of someone else's just to promote that. I was thinking of sharing different podcasts, maybe the specific episodes like on the Facebook page that I'm listening to each week and articles that I read. The main thing, though, will be the Bible studies that I would like to do. And we may also do book clubs or take topics of discussion from books that I might be reading at the time. So I'm hoping that each episode will have maybe like a half an hour of actual Bible study. And then the rest of the remaining half an hour per episode, we would do um, discussions that would come from other podcast episodes or from articles that I read or from books that I'm reading, things like that. And also to talk about the Bible memory verse and to promote resources. And then I had an idea of going through the attributes or the names of God. Also, I had an idea of getting together some of the stories behind our hymns that we sing in church because some of those stories are really fascinating to me and so maybe reading and talking about some of those and then even some stories about different martyrs throughout history their stories I have read some of them and then I'm also interested in reading about others and so I I got this idea that maybe I could rotate between doing attributes of God and um, stories behind the hymns and stories of martyrs throughout history just as kind of a mix-up mod podge of extra topics and then I would like to really focus on praise and thanksgiving and obviously having the gospel message in each episode and so that's just sort of where I've been thinking about taking the podcast and how I, I would like to have the Facebook page the Facebook group any other social media and the blog everything all sort of work together for all of those things and hopefully building some organic community with other ladies in that. 
I will be listener supported. So I'm setting up a Patreon account. I will announce when that is up and running so that you can have a chance to partner with me or send a donation if and when you feel led. The support will go towards monthly hosting fees for the podcast. And I also have yearly fees for the blog and domain name. And then I would also like to be setting aside some for, um, like I mentioned before, the purchase of Bibles. If I'm ever contacted by somebody in the United States who cannot afford to purchase a Bible of their own, I also wanted to mention my contact information. I set up an email address. It is in awe wonder podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And I also have the voicemail, the Google voicemail number set up where you can call and leave a message that does not ring in directly to me. It's just set up to take a message. So that number is 724-237-5319. Again, 724-237-5319. So I would love to hear from you, whether it's voicemail or email and also you can find me online at the places I already mentioned as I stated before my purpose statement it really comes down to seeing the need and wanting to help standing in the gap so to speak by helping women to grow in biblical literacy discernment discipleship Christian living and in awe and wonder of God from there my prayer would be that women growing in these areas would do something to share the gospel and to help grow other women disciples locally in their communities and churches and in the world. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. So you can like, subscribe, and share. The blog page is www.kristen-hamilton.com. You can follow the Facebook page called In Awe and Wonder podcast slash blog. And you can do a search for the private Facebook group that is simply called In Awe and Wonder. You can follow me on Twitter at Kristen Hammond. Have a great day and keep reading your Bible.